Andy does love some Andy. It's like you're inside of my head. <laughs> what is your fascination with Peterson? Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast. Dear future me, <laughs> don't go to the courthouse. The Katie's moral a- of the story is don't leave your martial arts equipment and your other coat in a parallel dimension. Comic book talk by comic book geeks just like you. <laughs> I'm Andy and I like every comic that's ever been made. I would not go to Jonathan Frake's booth because I would get space herpes. All right, everybody, this is Luke and Anne from Trade Secrets. We're here at Emerald City Comic Con uh, talking to Kelly Sue DeConnick. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. We got the kids off to the aquarium this morning. Tula's yeah. been up since 4 a.m. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, fun. Oh, yeah, good times. Yeah, good when, times. I, when I stopped you earlier, you looked a little frazzled. Yeah, it was awesome. We were late. <laughs> she was screaming. Uh, the people in the next room had already complained yesterday about the baby noise level. So, oh. you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling special. I'm feeling like a gift to the city. At least, uh, at least you have somebody to take them to the aquarium for you today, right? We do, we do. We have a friend who is taking them and, and sending us pictures, and, and they're they look like they're having a really fun time. Nice, so, yeah, nice. So um, I, I don't really have a, a, an agenda or anything to talk about. So except for the fact that um, uh, for those of you who are listening, Kelly Sue wrote uh, the, the two things that I know you from. I, I got introduced to you by the the Castle graphic novel. Oh, right on. Um, the Derek Storm and. Uh, I had seen you down at Powell's uh, with Brian Michael Bendis and picked up um, Osborne, oh, uh, Evil great. Incarcerated, which, by the way, I really liked. Thank you. And uh, amongst the many things I liked about it, I appreciated that you were able to work the word wackadoo into your script. <laughs> I think it's horribly underused. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. He but, is pretty wackadoo. <laughs> so I, I guess I'll start with the, the typical kind of questions. I, I understand you got into the industry uh, mostly through localizing manga yes is that what um, you did yeah um although i have a i have a thing about um my idea is that uh i wrote an adaptation um uh apparently localizing gets used in games a lot Correct, for making yeah. um m- making it appropriate to the the country that it's being sold uh-huh. in um but uh to me what it means when i've heard it used in in manga in particular is that uh it's it's like like if there was a reference to an, a late night television show I'm, um, that was a Japanese show, I w- might change it to Leno or something okay. to make oh, sense. Sure. But which was not the way that I worked. I would tend to uh, footnote that instead. Oh, okay. Um, so instead of Americanizing it, you just explain the cultural yeah, reference. Yeah. So, so I, I, I always articulated that I'm the author of the adaptation rather rather than the localizer, which is okay. totally like crazy. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, but you know the the otaku are kind of beautifully obsessed with um, authenticity. Okay. And there's there's a folly in that because um, language is not math, and <laughs> there is no you know the, the, you'll hear people complaining that they they want they want the literal translation. Like no, you don't. Yeah, that doesn't always work. If I were to sit down and and literally translate word for word for you, it wouldn't make sense. They have words that we don't have in English. And I don't mean like that we have a phrase that... I mean, they have words that indicate that other words should be there. Particles. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, it, there would be, it would be as though... Um, uh, 
So if I were to just introduce myself, I would say, Watashi wa kelisu desu. If I were to do a literal translation of that, it would be, um, I, placeholder, Kelly Sue, predicate holder. <laughs> that does not just roll off the tongue. So, um, so what you want is for me, of, as the author of your adaptation, to make that line, I'm Kelly Sue. Right. <laughs> you know, or something that you can understand. I want you to not forget that you're reading a Japanese book, but to forget that you're reading it in translation. Okay. So I want you to read um, the story. I try... If I'm doing my job well, my hand is invisible. I'm, mm-hmm. I try to capture what I assume to be the spirit of the original author's intent. But it is subjective. Um, but anyway, the, because my way then of, of being like, I understand your desire for authenticity is to say, we're staying Japanese. I'm not making it <laughs> Leno, you know. All right. Oh, that makes sense. That seems yeah. like a good balance. Yeah. I have a friend who, is, who showed me a very rough translation she'd done for for a Japanese translation class and said one of the rough things about the short story that you've been translating is there's no indication of if it's in first or third person. Yeah. So um, they you also find yourself making big decisions like you know, that sometimes? We have, um, well, luckily, I, I worked with a translator. Oh, good. So I, I was um, very much more like a dialogue editor ah. um, because I, I really feel like you need to to get the best translation possible, to get the most nuance, you need a native speaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am not a native speaker. So that um, makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. totally makes sense. So how did that lead into things like the um, the Castle graphic novel and, and Osborne? Well, you know, it, I don't or did know it? if it did directly. I mean, I think it, it definitely informed my training and education. I By the time I co-wrote... Um, 30 Days of Night, even in Stella with Steve Niles, I had written more than 10,000 pages of manga dialogue. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, so I was... It, I don't want to pat myself on the back here too much, <laughs> okay. but after 10,000 pages of dialogue, you kind of know what you're doing with dialogue. One hopes. So, um, or you're doing it wrong. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I felt like I had my dialogue chops down anyway. Sure. And, um, and, you know, there's there's... There's parts of that exercise, too, working with manga that... So, the Japanese language is, is very spare uh, compared to the English language. It's, it's an island culture, so there... It's, mm-hmm. it's interesting that... And you, you try not to be more or bigger in any way than uh, is necessary because it's impolite. And the only way you make an exception to that is with honorifics. So, mm. you, you, you can be overly polite in a way that might be too much, but... Um, uh, but because of that, even the, the balloons, they take up less space than we generally would. Huh. So when you write the English adaptation of one of these lines, you need to bear in mind, you need to get your point across and your character across with literally the fewest le- letters possible. It's like okay. you, you need to take up the least real estate. Dialogue Twitter. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it, it, it's, um, and it's a great exercise because... You don't want to make that that balloon bigger and yeah. potentially cover up some beautiful art, um, yeah. uh, which you know occasionally it has to be done. But if you if you can avoid it, it, it it's really the best thing. So um, so I had so that I, I certainly informed my craft. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like just you know the how you get in thing, yeah. um, uh, I have m- multiple routes. Uh, you know the the. The first professional I met in the comic book industry was um, uh, 
uh, Will Rosado, who I met at a party in New York, and um, flipped out that he drew comics, uh, which was apparently not the reaction ladies mostly have. Um, and then, uh, at least not at the time. Um, and then uh, uh, through Will, I met Andy Ball, who was an editor at Marvel. And, um, and at the time, I was also active on... I think at the time, I don't know, it all blends together as a while back now, but um, I was also active on Warren Ellis's forum, um, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I started uh, writing for Art Bomb for Ellis and uh, Peter Rose, and uh, and I did a, a, a just a little journalistic piece for um, CBR, mm-hmm. um, but I met... Doing that piece, I met a bunch more people at Marvel, and um, I ended up going to Marvel parties frequently. Uh-huh. And um, uh, I mean, it's just a sort of like then you, you're. And I was already a professional writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't writing comics. Oh. Sure. Um, what did you write before you got into comics? Magazine stuff mostly. Okay. Um, uh, and I did research for novelists. I helped. Um, uh-huh. On uh, American Gods a little bit. Um, oh, nice. Uh, nice. Maggie Estep's books I did uh, research for. Um, I have a theater background, oddly enough, but I think that actually helps sense. with character and dialogue, yeah. Absolutely. I'm a writer um, with a theater background. Yeah. Right? It's, it's actually the, the, um, uh, the editorial staff at Marvel, heavily populated with theater backgrounds. Interesting. Kind of interesting, yeah. Um, I think... Uh, uh, Ellie Pyle and Wacker both in the um, in the the Spider Office and uh, Lauren Sankovich in uh, in the Avengers Office is very like huh, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, there was it was a, just a combination of who you know and I, I met Steve Niles on a posting board. Um, I think I sent him some of my stuff. He sent me Criminal Macabre. Um, when he was looking for somebody uh, to do 30 Days of Night, even in Stella, uh, he asked me if I'd be interested, and I was like, oh, oh, yes. Um, <laughs> nice. And uh, then even in Stella got me the door to open to pitch for um, SIF and Rescue right. at Marvel, which we did blind because of... Um, because I'm married to Matt Fraction and mm-hmm. we were concerned about the nepotism stuff still comes up anyway people yeah. are delighted to suggest of that um, but you know whatever that's the internet yes <laughs> um, what's interesting to me is um, no I'm not going to say that actually that would be rude <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome internet <laughs> enough said that, oh, that's fine by us we're uh we're not exactly the most polite on our show yeah. anyway, so, but... Well, I just don't want to be... I'm, I'm really grateful for the career that I have and the life that I have and, and that, you know, that I'm able to make a living um, with something... Storytelling, which I'm really yeah. passionate about and a kind of storytelling that I really enjoy and I don't want to apologize for and, and that my husband does the same thing and I'm very proud of my association with him, but um, I get... Sometimes there's a... There's an ugly side to, you know, and, and it's hilarious to me that people think too that like, is this like, like an expanded version of the moment where random males occasionally come up and ask me if I'm at a Magic, the Gathering event, 
with my boyfriend and who they may or may not know I'm dating. I've gotten yeah. a couple of times the, so I bet your boyfriend taught you a lot about magic and kind of had to... <laughs> yeah, you know, and and it's like on the one hand, I get it, and I and and they're they don't they don't they mean well, you know, and, and that's interact. probably most of what they've seen, you know. But on the other, and like, but it's it's too like just dude, give me the benefit of the doubt, would you? And and I was I was a comics reader before I ever met Matt. That's how I met Matt. <laughs> FYI, um, you know, like. Matt was my plus one to Joe Casada's 40th birthday party 10 years ago. Oh, so snap. How come nobody ever says, oh, well, he's only working because of who he knows, you know? Mm. So, anyway. It's, and you, because he's working because he's immensely talented and busted his butt. And mm-hmm. that's, um, you know, and I, I, don't, I don't know what kind of career I have ahead of me, but it'll be on me. Yeah. I think that happens at all levels of geek culture, though, because I, the same thing. I mean, even from a fan perspective, my wife has the same issue, where um, they wonder if she's just tagging along with me to the conventions like ECCC and and you know we go to Gen Con, we're going to SDCC this year, and um, she was the reason we met was because we were both geeks and we were both into that, and that's what started the relationship in the first place. It has yeah. nothing to do with her me having to teach her how to be a nerd which a lot of people kind of project onto her and she gets real aggravated by that. Part of me wonders if the ones that are doing projections like that onto female geeks are the ones that are not managing to like let go of that enough to meet female geeks at geek events. Yeah, you know, and it's I I try as much as possible to be generous of spirit about it and and, you know, and to to understand that you know, it's it's getting better and um, but um, I, uh, I am an imperfect person <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> and occasionally I lose my temper. What do you think about the sort of burgeoning geek girl culture in Seattle, the geek girl con, et cetera? I think it's fantastic. I'm really bummed I didn't get to go last year. I'd like to go. Um, there's also, it's not burgeoning, it's like well-established. Yes. There's a, uh, 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 WISCON, which I went to last oh. year for the first time. 36th year, I believe, wow. last year. Or wow. Yeah. I think this is... I don't remember if this is 36 or 37 that I'm going to this year, but it is, um, it's not comic specific. It's um, feminist sci-fi convention. Okay. And it is fascinating. I had a blast. I completely loved it. Um, it's, it's remarkably educational. Like it, there's no floor like this. It's all panel based, huh. but the panels are um, like, there was a discussion about the the diaspora in fantasy fiction and uh, the diaspora, and then uh, there was one that was on um, uh, on rape as a device. Um, oh, and like, yeah, really, really fascinating things to think and talk about. And they do writers' workshops and all kinds of stuff. And it's open to men and women. Um, and it, but it's uh, like it's so lady friendly. Like. Um, uh, uh, you know, they have childcare that is a dollar, oh, uh, you wow. know? Wow. Yeah. So it's me and Lauren McCubbin and my daughter that go and my daughter gets to play for a dollar and <laughs> we can go hit the, the panels that we want to hit. And it's really, really neat. I really like it. Madison's a great little city. That's awesome. Yeah. That sounds really fun. So, um, to continue our original discussion and, and kind of maybe wrap this up a little bit, uh, I've noticed over the you last, trying to get rid of me, Luke? uh, maybe. All right. No, right. not at all. all right. I've, I've seen over the last 
couple of months several announcements of new books that you're going to mm-hmm. be working on, uh, starting with the, the new Derek Storm book. Yes. Um, are you writing that one solo this time? or? Um, you know, the, the way that it worked last time was um, Brian wrote the first 30 pages and then just kind of handed it off to me and I picked up from there. Um, and this time uh, I did an outline and then he gave me really great notes on my outline. Okay. Um, I've done co-writing before where the outline was just like, great, go ahead. You know, this, but <laughs> I mean, he, Brian had a hand in this outline. Okay. Um, I wanted, I wanted to do something. Uh, I, 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 w- I wanted to bring my female lead in at the end of the second act, which, you know, is maybe a little late. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Brian was like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, so uh, he worked with me on my outline, and then I have uh, been scripting from there. So okay. I, I will be scripting beginning to end, but if you are a Bendis fan, you might see his hand in there nonetheless. Nice. That's so. exciting. And, and it's delightful for me to get a chance to work with him. Yeah. He's always um, really apologetic about it because, you know, our families are very close and our children play together a lot. And, mm-hmm. um, and I, ref- I refer to him as my mentor sometimes just... Uh, well, because it's true and also because it makes him terribly uncomfortable and it's really fun <laughs> for me. Um, but, you know, you you could do worse than having one of the best, most successful writers in the industry yeah. giving you tips. Right. You no know? kidding, right? Yeah. Seems good. So, yeah. And I was a Bendis fan. The, second, the first gift my husband ever gave me was a pack of index cards. The second gift he gave me was the Power Script book. Oh, nice. Wow, yeah. nice. Um, and you're a you're a Castle fan, I have to assume, right? Like my wife That's and I. That's how I got the job. Nice. nice. Yeah, my wife and I love that show. Such a good show. So good. You know, I mean, in fairness, I would, I would watch Robert Downey Jr. or Nathan Fillion read the phone book. Pretty yeah. much. You know, clip their toenails. I don't care. I'm in. I sign me up. Yeah. Um, but uh, Brian took the gig and mentioned that. He, well, he didn't take it. He mentioned he'd been offered it. And uh, his wife, Elisa, and I were like, oh, you will take that. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, when he was working on it and he really liked Marlo and was really excited about it, you know, he said that like, I was staring daggers at him, which I don't remember doing that, but apparently. Um, <laughs> May have happened. M- maybe. Uh, so when he did need to bring someone uh, uh, in for it, I was the obvious choice, else he would have been stabbed. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I feel so the same. you're saying we can get into the comics industry by <laughs> yes, threats of violence. Threats of violence. <laughs> Don't tell CB I said that, okay? Okay. I, I I felt the same. I feel the same way about Nathan Philly, and I'll watch anything he's in. And so was so charming. Yeah, and I remember seeing a fan trailer on YouTube years ago of of that somebody had made for a, a green a Green Lantern with Nathan Philly, and that never existed. And I thought I was so disappointed when it wasn't actually him yeah. because I was like that. That's perfect. And the f- I don't know if you've ever seen the fan trailer, but if look it up. It's awesome. I'll have to look for it. I'll yeah. have to look for it. Yeah, I, it was just, just such a... Man, Firefly was some seriously important television to me. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I think um, out of gas... Out of gas? So I have a sinus <laughs> infection I've had for two months, which is why oh. I sound like such a clown. Oh. Um, but out of gas is one of the best hours of television yes. I've ever spent in my life. Like, just so well-crafted. Yes. Maybe the first time I went and looked up who wrote an episode. Yeah. You know, it was just like... The structure in that is just yeah. intense. Brilliant, brilliant. You know, um, we, uh, I mentioned I, I adore Robert Downey Jr. as well. And I have... I'm trying to remember the name of... Um, there's a, a movie that he's in. It's Two of Hearts? Is that the name of it? What is it called? It's like a, a bus full of people that get killed and all of them... They can each jump into his body. Um, huh. Huh. It's Interesting. 
terrible. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> I will watch it any chance I get. Nice. Uh, the the other one that I there's two the the Captain Marvel that you're you're taking on is that going to be an ongoing or is that a miniseries? Is that well, it's a it is it is a <laughs> um, it is approved as an ongoing. It is theoretically an ongoing uh, in today's market. Um, Everything uh, I, is theoretical. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to sound <laughs> dour, and 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 I've I've heard it, I've heard it said that my reaction to it is like not having faith in the book or something I I love this book I love Carol Danvers and I am yeah. writing my butt off I'm trying to make the very best book that I can make uh-huh. but um, but I, I do think that the, the cards are stacked against us a little bit so I, all I'm trying to say is like if you'd like to read the book if you want to support the book pre-order the book good idea absolutely hey. right um, and um and if you don't know how to do that, I'm going to be putting instructions up on my website, which is K-E-L-L-Y-S-U-E dot com, KellySue.com. Uh, it's not up there yet, but we're going to have uh, a kind of beginner's guide to pull lists and pre-ordering and nice. a downloadable coupon that will have the pre-order number on it. And I'm, I'll also throw some nice. pre-order n- numbers up there for some of my other stuff and some other things, books by, uh, by friends that I think you might enjoy as well. That's, so. that's great. I, the, I think the comic world needs more of that. Yes. More... It's been done before. I didn't invent the idea. I sure. might be the first person to do it for a mainstream book. Okay. But, um, but you know, it's mainstream ongoings are not the the sure thing that they used to be. Mm. And I mean, I I'm I've been working at the big two for three years now. Um, but I'm hardly a household name. And uh, Dexter Soy, our artist. This is his first big two gig, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's an it's an uphill climb. Um, yeah. Although I will tease that um, yesterday on CBR on the Axel in Charge um, piece, there was a uh, uh, Avenging Spider-Man cover with uh, Carol Ooh. in her new uniform and Spider-Man that you might check out. If you were to peruse CBR.cc and look for Axel in charge. Nice. Noted. And last but not least, I, I saw that. did that cover. It's amazing. Oh, nice. Yeah. I oh love I love his stuff. Uh, last but not least, uh, I saw that you're taking your, you and Phil Noto are going to be working on a re- relaunch of Ghost for yeah, Dark Horse. Yeah, how about that? that yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one I'm most excited yeah. about. So you might have heard of this dude. Well, uh, <laughs> Uh, Phil Noto, N O T O. You know, he's he's all right. I think he's gonna. I think if he applies himself, he's gonna <laughs> he be could be really. Right. He could be really good. Yeah, he could be big. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's gonna be all right. Yeah. yeah. How did you land that gig? Because that's uh, I the ghost character seems. I know it because I I read a lot of the ghost stuff uh, back in the early to mid nineties. Yeah. And I uh, really enjoy that character a lot. Really fun and stuff. How did you How did you guys manage to land you know, re- revamping it? Um, Patrick Thorpe is the dude uh he is our editor on the book and he's a relatively new full editor he's been an assistant editor for a while he's relatively full new full editor at uh dark horse watch this guy yeah because he has passion he wants to make good books and he wrote me um you know i'm i've reached that point in in my career and and i'm and and there's this you know there's a, a lot of there's a lot of interest right now in like trying to boost numbers of uh, female participants, both as readers and as creators. And um, 
and that's great. But um, so I get, I, I, I'm like just out there enough that there's a little bit of a buzz. I'm getting a lot of inquiries mm-hmm. about a lot of stuff, nice. and which is great. Um, but I have two small children, and I can't do all of it. Right. Um, uh, total luxury problem, not complaining. <laughs> um, but I got this letter from Patrick that was so, I want you in this book. I loved Osborne. This is why I think that you are the right person for it. I want it to be really good. I want to make a good comic. Like, it was just, he was so, it wasn't just like, you know, hey, you think you might be interested? Like, like you know, it yeah. was just like, no, you need to do this because it's going to rock and we're going to kill it and we're going to put together a great team and it's going to be awesome. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> um, and uh, and then I was putting together my list of artists I'd like to work with and I put Phil on there thinking, okay, that's not going to happen. Right. But... I'm going to put him on there and then they'll know I have really good taste and you can't sneak anybody by me. All right. <laughs> and, um, negotiate high and hope they yes, come up. That's right. <laughs> and and Patrick was so into the idea that he made it happen. That's wow. great. Um, so yeah, we are having a blast on it and it's a very different feel. Like getting to work on these three books right now. I was, I was just working on, uh, castles pages this morning and castles this, um, it, it's a thriller, but it, it's, it's almost a romantic comedy, you okay, know. Yeah. It's yeah. it's very much about the heart of that book is is in the chemistry between uh, Storm and Strike, mm-hmm. um, which are you know our our Kate and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Richard Castle uh, uh, characters. But um, so so that is one set of muscles, and then Carol is um, it's this contained optimism this sort of like we're trying to bring her back to this I mean not we're not we're not changing who she is just sort of she was hungrier when she started out in, mm-hmm. the, in the last few years she's been more of a good soldier you know and yeah. we're, we're trying to to kind of coax her back into a little bit more of an iconoclast that, that okay. sort of my pitch was uh, um, Carol Danvers is Chuck Yeager like Oh, okay. You know, we're going to get it done. We're gonna, I got, I'm going to go faster and farther than you. And right. I dare you to keep up. And we're, we're going to have a good time with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, it's, it's this, I'm, 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 I write her with a brightness, mm-hmm. I hope. Or that's how it feels. And then Ghost is darker and um, not, it's not, I don't mean to say uglier, but like there's a, there's, it's not shiny. Okay. There's a grit to Ghost. There's, um, you know, all of our characters have things not that they maybe shouldn't be proud of. You know, there's there's a lot of um, it, a lot of mystery boxes inside mystery boxes okay. in Ghost, and uh, and and that's fun. Yeah, so it's it's very it's all very different. With that kind of grit, is it is it going to have much more of like kind of a noirish feel to it, or are you going in a different direction? Um, I think of it as a mystery. Okay. I think I think of it. Uh, um, there are noir tropes that I'm playing with, uh-huh. um, but uh, it, to me, it's a mystery. But she she is also it's a supernatural mystery. I mean, she's um, you know we talked about one of the things that we did differently this time is. We brought her back without the guns. Okay. Mm. And, um, and and the conversation went, and I, I think this was Patrick's line, he, you know, he was like, if he if she can reach inside you and pull your heart out, what does she need a gun for? Right. You know? And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, and, and just also, like, really trying to 
justify every aspect of yeah. it. You know, like, so, like, a ghost that comes back with guns, like, was she a sharpshooter <laughs> in her past life? You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, that was just... It was the 90s. I know, Everyone no, needed no, guns. totally. I totally get that. And, dude, the thigh holsters were hot. Don't get me wrong. Um, and, and I, you know, and I've... I've it's the same with, with Captain Marvel's old uniform. You know, I don't hate it. The, the, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just... To, these, they, it makes it of its time. Right. So let's yeah. try to... We're, if we're doing, if we have the chance to do something different, let's make it a little more contemporary because we can. And you know what? This is a business. If people don't like it, they won't buy it, and then everything will go back exactly the way it was. You know, so don't fret. It's all yeah. all right. <laughs> well, so. uh, I think we've I think we've taken up enough of your time this morning. Oh, thank you so and, much for uh, having me. Really thank you very it. much. It's been an absolute pleasure talking yeah. to you, and uh, hopefully, you have a, a good rest of your con. Thank you and very much. Hopefully, your daughter stops screaming. Oh yes. So. I got some I got some pictures while we were chatting, so I think she's <laughs> doing all right. Nice. All right. Thanks guys. Thank, Thank you. <laughs>